tune in to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America, and my friends in the UK, those of you down in the Virgin Islands and in the Caribbean. I hope you're having an awesome Sunday. Today is September the 21st, 2014. If you are taking time for granted, shame on you. This year is passing beyond fast. It um, doesn't even make sense how fast things are happening. But I will tell you this. If you are the type of person that has been trying your very best to get it together and things just for whatever reason just seem to keep you you take three steps forward now you take four steps back you jump three feet you fall four feet if that is your life this is a program that you do not want to miss i suggest that you get a pen and paper handy um and i really do mean that you if, if you are trying to uh start a new career build a business you just got married you're just getting divorced. Life is in a place where you cannot afford to continue doing the same thing and getting that same old outcome. You know the outcome I'm talking about, the one that sucks. This is the time that you might want to pay attention. We have struggled for years. And when I say we, I'm talking about the people that are like you and myself to get it together. We've taken so many classes. We've gotten certifications. We've uh, gotten degrees and licenses. And, and you're probably still right now studying for some license, taking some kind of class, or about 10 or one have just finished. What good is all of that if you don't know what to do with it? I mean, actually, what good is all of that when you have not the faintest clue what you're doing or how to go about getting your stuff and your life together? Well, we're going to fix some things today, and the first thing we're going to fix is that thought process that keeps screwing you around. That's right. It's the, the enemy is probably sleeping right next to you. Well, let's just be honest. They're probably sleeping inside of you. The enemy is you if you didn't get that. We, there is a way to stop this, though. The first thing is let's examine why do we have these what is it, fish hooks in our back, some lead draws on, and life's bad luck magnet keeps pulling us toward it. These things keep happening to us, and we wonder, okay, my attitude is right. It's not that I don't want to be successful. It's not that I'm not doing my best. It's not that I didn't invest my last dime. And some of you even want to bring God into it and say, I know the good Lord told me to do this. All right. Let's just assume it wasn't Brother Cantaloupe and Sister Watermelon that encouraged you. It was not your ego. It wasn't your desire to prove something to people that aren't looking. Let's assume that you really did hear from God. Let's assume that what you're doing right now is exactly what you're meant to do. 
Let's make another assumption that there's probably something that you're not doing right that's causing some of this. Well, maybe not totally, but let's just say, what if there are just one of two things that you can fine-tune about yourself that will help you get your life together? Wouldn't you want to do it? Heck to the yes, right? Good. So we're going to get on to that mission right now. Get the pen, get the paper. We're going to, in Jed Clampett's words, we're going to commence to writing. I can just imagine everybody that's about 30 years old is going, who in the hell is Jed Clampett? And what does commence mean? Don't ask. That's one of those things for people that, let's say, have a little bit more seasoning in their life. All right, let's get this thing started. The first thing is, if I could show you how to become an outrageous success, would you really be interested? You see, human beings are naturally happy when everything negative is removed from life. You know, it's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater. As soon as you let it go, boop, it pops up to the surface. So I want you to imagine yourself being the success that you envision yourself being just right now. Just take a second. Uh, for some of you, that means everyone, that means something different. For some people, it's I finally got a weave that looks like my hair. Well, I hope that's not what you think is successful, but after some of my travels, that probably would be defined as success for some people. Or for others, I need to lose a few extra pounds. Okay, maybe it's not a few extra pounds. Your big butt needs to lose a whole lot of pounds. But the bottom line is success is definitely attainable. However, we have to correct a few things that are going on with you right now to get that to happen. Now, here's what's going to be good about today's program. Not only am I going to give you the 10 things that are probably holding you back, also I'm going to show you some effective tips on how to change where you are and how to get rid of those obstacles. So first, let's stop and get the junk out the trunk that's probably holding you back. Now, a moment ago, I said imagine that you are succeeding at whatever you really have been called to do. Stop and think about it. What is that for you? See, a lot of us aren't successful for a couple of really sad reasons. We haven't determined what the heck we want to do yet, right? So let's begin this process by examining some things that are really, really important, like your personal mission statement. Now, you may already have one. You could say, Doc, I already got a mission statement. Okay, well, you do. Sit your behind down. Some of us don't. And let's, for those that don't, you can help them out. Actually, no, you don't because your mission statement may be jacked up. So let's say you do have one. This will help make it even better. A mission statement is changes you because it forces you to think deeply about your priorities and to be careful about aligning your behavior with your beliefs. You know, when um, I was developing this program, I um, my staff is always teasing me like, Doc, how do you come up with this stuff? And I'm going, well, if I'm going to tell you guys, you know I like to be transparent, so let me just be honest. Child, I'm listening to this stuff just like you. <laughs> you have no clue how many times I can just see my uh, friend in, in Florida right now telling me, 
you need to listen to your own show, <laughs> you know, but the truth of it is I am just like you. Just because I know this stuff does not mean that I'm sitting here levitating in the room in a Zen state and it's just all clicking for me because it's not. The truth is I don't care if you do know all of this stuff, you still have to apply it. There's this quest that one must willfully take in order to be successful. You know, when I was writing this, I was uh, I thought about something, and there is a big difference, more than likely, between where you are and where you want to be. But that big difference is what you do. See, the two success is having clarity in the moment while fully understanding the significance of your circumstances. I'm going to repeat that again. The key to being successful is having clarity in the moment while fully, I didn't say partially, I didn't say kind of, I didn't say, okay, it seemed cool, like maybe. What I just said is when you have clarity and you fully understand the significance of your circumstances. Question is, how do you do that? Is that really easier said than done? No. Actually, that's the fun part. That's the beauty of it because thoughts become things. So let's get to this mission statement. A mission statement should consist of basically three parts. You ready? What do you want to do? Now, just just sit on that one for a minute. And I'm not saying something crazy like, I want to come up. What the hell? What does that mean anyway? I want somebody that's going to ride or die. First, why do I have to ride with you and die? Never mind. Anyway, but the deal is, what is it that you want to do? And seriously, I'm making these little corny jokes because I, I don't want this to get so deep that you're sitting over there with your bowels locked up. But I do want you to enjoy and look at this from a place of joy. Think of it this way. Have you ever been around people that are just so freaking serious all the time? They make you just, you feel like you're having menstrual cramps and you're a dude. I mean, that doesn't work. So in a joyous, positive way, right now, like smile. I'm serious. While you're writing this, I know I want you to take that smear off your face and put the joint down, put the box of wine down, and just stop and and visualize what is it that you want to do? What does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? Where are you when you're doing what you want to do? What circumstances? exist when you do what you want to do. Is it daytime? Is it night? Is it indoors? Is it outdoors? Or to say it like the little three-year-old boy, is it out of doors? When you want to do whatever it is you want to do, let's think about what does it look like. The next thing, who do you want to help? Question number one is, what do you want to do? But here's the second part of your mission statement. Who do you want to help? Think about it. 
Is it children? Is it the elderly? Is it people that are in a foreign country? People that live a different lifestyle and in a different community from one that's right in the city that you're in? Who do you want to help? That's part two. Okay, here's part three. What is the result of you doing what you want to do and helping who you want to help? What is the end result? What does that feel like to you? How does that benefit them? What does that look like? Even bigger, what value does that create? You know, I'm going to give an example. Right at present, I am working with a brilliant film producer in Atlanta, um, really brilliant guy. And he and I were talking about, you know, this network show that we're in the process of creating right now for me. And as we looked at this thing, you know, we had to talk about that. I, we asked, you know, each other, well, what does it look like to you? What does it sound like? What's the environment? And so I'm going to repeat these three things in case you missed it. Okay. What do you want to do is one. Who do you want to help is two. And what is the result? That's three. But there's a there's a number B. I, I know that woman. If if the dead can hear us talking, I know that woman is like, I wish that child would leave me alone. But, but number B, I just can't let that go. Anyway, what value? After you ask yourself, what is the result? Let's say that's not part. That's part A of number three. But part B of number three is what value will you create? All right. Now, I'm going to – I know some of you are just sitting over there going, I don't get it. I know. I get you. I get you. I told you, but, but just say no. Doing drugs back in the day jacks you up. I told you all that. So I'm going to help you get this thing straight over the plate. Here are the steps to creating this personal personal mission statement. And being honest, this doesn't have to be personal. You could use this, this baby for your business once you get it up and running. Or if you're already running a business, it can probably get some customers in the door and help you stop wondering why nobody is doing business with you. Well, sometimes how can someone support what you do when you don't have a purpose behind it or it's not well-defined, Right. So here's some steps to creating this mission statement. Um, I am going to give you just a, just a few questions that I want you to, to meditate on. I want you first list out action words that connect with your vision, that you connect with, just action words. Now, if you don't know what an action word is, you are not smarter than a fifth grader. And in the event that you're not smarter than a fifth grader, just type in action words in Google, and a bunch of them will come up. And, child, don't tell nobody that you had to do that, absolutely anyone. But I'm just going to give you an example in case you don't have Google. But, all right, here's some action words. Ready? Ready? Get that pen out. I told you to get a Why is it you wait till now to go get the pen and paper? Anyway, the show's recorded. I'm not going to hold this up and make everybody else wait. Educate. Who are you going to educate? Empower. Who do you empower with your vision? Encourage. 
Who do you improve? Who do you help? What are you giving? So give. Who are you guiding? Another word is guide. Who are you inspiring? What what does your vision do then to spread? What are you spreading? Who are you helping to understand? Who are you teaching, promoting? These are just action words that you can put in your vision. You know, I, you know what I want to do. I want to educate children. Who do you want to help? I want to uh, help. Uh, I want to help spread the word about HIV and, and being ratchet. No, I'm just well, you know what I'm getting at. Uh, but but my point is, these are words you can use: educate, accomplish, empower, encourage, help. You know, give, guide. Master, motivate, produce, promote, share, satisfy, teach. Got me? Now, based on whichever words that you come up with, and and just write no more than 15 because some of y'all ain't going to come up with three. Others are going to come up with 23. But try to get at least like 10 maybe. Now, after you do that, here's what I want you to do. Based on your little words, I want you to list everyone and everything that you believe can help you. I'm going to repeat that again. I want you to list everything and everyone that you believe can help you. And these don't necessarily need to be Pookie and Mama Nim. This can be folks that you have never met before, you will be surprised how God will bless you. I I keep telling you this every week. He only steers moving vehicles. So the minute that you take one step, he'll take two. People that you think are out of your reach, they may be out of your reach. But if it's really your season, you will be surprised who will be put in your path. This list of everything and everyone, here's what I mean by this. Let's say that you want to work with some kids. Hopefully your behind has some training, or if you don't, you know somebody that does, which that's going to get into the next thing that we're going to be talking about. But where, where could you work with these children? You don't have to have a building. As a matter of fact, with all these little kids with their little out-of-shape bad butts, you could actually do it at a park. So you don't necessarily need to have a facility. The city you live in has already taken your tax dollars and created it. You can use the park. There are organizations that have uh, rooms available like churches and civic groups and, you know, nonprofit organizations may let you use their auditorium. Uh, They may let you use their sanctuary or whatever. The other thing is the people. You never know who is amenable to your passion, but you won't know if you can't talk to them. Now, here's the other thing, okay? Because I, there's a another piece to this puzzle I want us to hit on. Identify your end goal. How will the quote unquote who from your mission statement benefit from what you do? Identify your goal. So if your thing is like, you know, I want to help uh, homeless people uh, learn how to uh, work, um, you know, work on computers. Okay, well first. Let's let's connect some dots here, okay? First, how will you get these people in front of a computer? They don't have a crib. 
So are you going to work out a partnership with the library? Are you going to work out something with the school? You, you have access to some used computers that people were about to discard. I mean, let's think this out. While we're talking about thinking things out, da 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 let's talk about the 10 things that can hold you back from after you get your mission statement. I know this is going quick. This is a really cool show that I'm doing tonight. So I, that's why we said this is part one. We're going to do the part two on this, maybe on Wednesday, maybe not. It depends on my travel plans. But if uh, I really want you to get this because a lot of you, and I'm right here with you guys, you have busted your behind to open up a business, and God did tell you to open it. Or, you know, you were inspired, and on mama's deathbed or daddy's deathbed, or while you were sitting up there drinking the other day, you decided to actually make some out yourself. So let's get these things out the way that are acting as barriers that are prohibiting you from doing what you are born to do. Because I'm going to tell you this. I don't care what all your haters say. Dr. D is going to tell you, baby girl, homeboy, look, man, oh, and that does not mean both. So you can't be baby girl and homeboy. If that's the, if, if it's like that, we you need Jesus and we all going to pray for you. But what I'm saying is, we are going to remove the stuff that's blocking you. And here's the first thing that could be blocking you. Do you lack vision? The number one thing that holds most people back is a lack of vision. You remember I made that statement. I said clarity, clarity, understanding, significance. You have to get a clear image in your mind's eye about what success means to you, not to your neighbor, not to mom and them. Half of you have really wonderful, good things happening right now. But here's the problem. Why are you doing it? Are you doing it because it means something to you? Or are you doing it because you figure it's going to make you look good to them, whoever them is, whoever they are, right? And I'm not talking about having tons of money and five cars and a huge house. I'm talking about the life that you truly want to live. So have you got a vision? Did you think about how you would feel? If you already had all of what you're seeking, in the end, I'm going to be honest with you people, everything you want, you want it because you think it's going to make you feel better. I'm just going to tell you that right now. And there's nothing wrong with that. Here's another thing. Who do you have around you? Get rid of these crazy... Let me tell you something. I know if Jaylene is listening to this right now, that's my attorney, you guys. She's probably just going to get up, and she's from New Orleans, and she loves to dance. So I know she's going to get up and do a praise dance or that happy feet dance like that penguin when I say this one. Stop sharing your business with folk that don't need to know about it. And amen, yes, I'm talking to me too. <laughs> but the truth is your haters are just that. They're haters. And most of your haters are your fake friends. Stop telling these people that you are going to go in business, that you have an idea. They, Child, let me tell you something. These people don't even really like you. They just like the fact that you got a car and you can buy lunch. And half of them, you know, it's kind of like folks coming to a wedding or to a funeral. You know, very. Uh, I, I, I had the pleasure. My dear friend Simeon got married a few months ago. 
And one of the things, I was blessed to be the MC at my boy's wedding. And one of the things that I said to the audience after the bridal party exited the room, I, I, I stopped the room for a moment. I said, everyone, please, if you don't mind, I need to educate you as to why you're here. I said, you are in this room not to see what kind of dress you wore. You're not here for the food, even though some of y'all, sorry, butts are really here to see what she wore and for the food. But the reason why you're really here is because when this couple goes through something, you're there to encourage them. Not to tell them, girl, all men ain't in number dog. You know women dog. Yeah, that's not why you're here. You're here because you're a witness to the declaration of love and and to, and the affirmation that they just made to one another. And you're here to help keep them together. But let me tell you something. Half the folks you fooling with ain't going to do that. They there to watch your butt fail. Just like some of them, you know, you know your people now. Come on. I don't care if you are black, Asian, white, Hispanic. I don't, Latin America. I don't care what you, you could be a midget or a giant. It does not matter. Half the folks that are around, that come to whatever it is you're doing, they just there to be nosy, you know, like going to the wedding. They just wanted to see what she's going to wear. They come to the funeral. Oh, I guess he is really dead. I mean, these people don't mean you any good. So are you surrounded by people who have negative expectations for your outcome? Are you sharing your business? with folks that you need to not tell anything, I mean with a capital A, anything too. Let me tell you something. When it's really something that God told you to do, keep that to yourself. Because half the people that are around you don't even believe in God. (laughs) So if they don't believe in God, dear one, how in the hell could they actually believe in you? I'm just saying. Next thing. If you're not having manifestation and you've opened this business and you're, you're applying for jobs and you can't find a job, let's, let's just keep it real. Stop blaming everybody. There are a couple of things that could be going on with this, okay? One, God has divine timing working on your behalf. And if you really have done all that you could do, I mean, and, and you know if you have. Now, if you haven't, let's just have a come to Jesus meeting near you, all right? We're going to have a come to Allah meeting right now, my friend. Come on. But if you know in your heart of hearts that you've done your due diligence, that you 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 can pass the drug test. See, some of y'all, uh, I can't. Right now, you're sitting there smoking a joint. <laughs> no, I, I can't get a job. You can't get a job because you can't pass the drug test. Put that damn joint out. The rest of you, well, you want to go get a job, baby girl. You can't go looking for a job with your tatas all out. Quit wearing what you wore to the club that you was twerking in looking for a job. Nobody wants you to twerk at work. Even at Walmart, twerking is not appropriate, Okay. And, fellas, go shave, cut your fingernails, wear something appropriate to a job interview. Quit blaming the white man. Quit blaming the minorities. Quit blaming folks because you haven't done what you're supposed to do. First person that is responsible for you is you. 
You alone are responsible for not only the success of this business you've started, of, of whatever it is. You want to go back to school. You want to get this certification. You want to get this license. But you are also required, do you hear me, to try to enjoy the process. Why are you running around here looking like a scorched cat or an angry pig or something? Stop blaming people. You have to have the right attitude. And if you're blaming folks, chances are your attitude probably sucks. So even if someone did something wrong to you in the past, it doesn't mean you got to be mad at them for the rest of your life. Get over it. Let me tell you something. Being, uh, I'm just going to use the word pissed, upset, discouraged, and having anxiety and stress, even if right now, let's say you have a good job and you're working with someone that, well, we might want to call them special needs. You know what I'm saying? If that is your boss, if that is your coworker, stop blaming them. God allowed that fool in your path for a reason. He's preparing you to go to the next level. And right now, you're probably on your way to that next level, but you are sitting up tripping, and that's why you don't know it. While I'm talking about blame, let's just go ahead and pull your pants down. No, I do not mean that literally because we do not want to see your privates and your your musty behind. But the truth is these negative beliefs that all of us have, including yours truly, so if any of you that know me personally, out of the millions of you that are listening to this show right now, they're probably going, Dr. D, now, I know you have negative, please, you damn skippy, I have them. But here's the truth. Everyone, including you, yes, you, Mr. and Mrs. Perfect, have negative beliefs. But here's what you have to do. Figure out what yours are and start letting them go. There are lots of ways out there that you can let go of your negative beliefs. And I'm going to give you some of them, okay? I use meditation. I am a meditating something else. I've learned, and by the way, for those of you that don't know any better, meditation is the highest form of prayer. There are some, if you Google uh, meditation on YouTube and type in Tibetan chimes or something to that effect, they have this really cool, and it's free. This stuff is free. You don't have to go and uh, see Brother Cantaloupe, Sister Watermelon, and have somebody messing up your soup by throwing olive oil on you or whatever. You can actually just download some meditations, and not even download them. Just click on them, play them via your uh, smartphone or your tablet, get some earbuds, go somewhere where that child of yours or that niece, nephew, that childish mate, whatever, is not bothering you, and just take 20 minutes to start out. I'm going to tell you this. However old you are, you need to meditate at least one minute for however old you are. So if you're 30, that's 30 minutes. If you're 40, that's 40 minutes. But take the time to get rid of these negative beliefs by meditating, by actually sitting down. Something else I do, every day I write a thank you note to God. I'm not making this up, people. I really do this stuff, and it's the only reason why I haven't cussed out some folks, so it may work for you too. I write a thank you note to God, and I think about all of the people, even especially you, the person that's listening to me right now. I thank God that millions of people every week around the globe 
write me. I mean, I get letters from Australia and from the UK. So I'm not saying you got to be getting letters from Australia and the UK, but it could just be that your wife washed your clothes. Thank her. Quit taking that woman for granted because you know you must be, and I sure wouldn't wash your drawers, with, you know. So if your wife is washing your clothes and your underwear, be grateful. If that man of yours still loves you as mean as you are, and always talking about him in front of his own friends, but he's still there supporting you. If your children haven't given up on you despite the damage you've done to their lives, you need to. there's something you can be grateful for. If there's nothing else that you can hear, that you can see, that you can watch. I can just see it now. Somebody that's probably blind or deaf saying, yeah, D, that's real funny. I, I did not mean it that way. But you could see with your third eye, you could hear from your heart. You feel me? But the point I am making that if you are almost in your right mind, be grateful. Stop being negative. Think of, write out an affirmation that, and affirmations are just affirming what good is going to happen to you. See, here's the problem. The problem is that most people like their negative beliefs because they have beliefs that feel so familiar that now they just, you know, negativity, dysfunctional, that has become their normal. Let me just put it that way. And they haven't realized that I can let go of these beliefs and I can feel better. And if you feel better, the chances are you'll become a heck of a lot more successful because, let's face it, who in the hell wants to be around some embittered, negative, blaming person? Nobody. Nobody, absolutely nobody. Okay, my producer is pointing at me saying, Dr. D, are we taking a break tonight? Tell you what, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put a, we're going to take a two-minute break and come right back to this thing. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Von Young, and we will be right back in two minutes. If you've ever felt like God has turned his face away Here's a reminder He still cares For you Even when you're going through God will never Just know that he'll never leave you He'll never leave you He still cares he still cares for you, you. He still cares. He still cares for you. He wants to meet you right where you are. If I can, I'll explain. Let him prove it again. He cares. He cares for you. Yes, he does. He said he will never. He'll never leave you all. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Oh, no. That is my 
dear friend, Mr. Brian Courtney Wilson. I'm telling you, this guy is so phenomenal. Not only is he a great husband and dad, but he's uh, everything he sings, he actually lives. So that's why we support him, especially on this program. Now, let's get back to the stuff that could be knocking you out the box. The next thing, familiarity. Now, that's a funny one. Familiarity holds everybody back because feeling like you're in a safe, comfortable place is nice. But let me tell you something. Familiarity will keep you stuck, especially if what you're familiar with is crazy, folks, or if you're familiar with habits and lifestyles that you know you need. Let me give you some examples. I had a guy that uh, I was doing some business with. Nicest man Every time you got around him, he smelled like an ashtray with some juicy fruit chewing gum. Stop smoking, especially in your car with the windows up and going to a meeting. I was I was sitting next to this man, almost asphyxiated. I'm wheezing. So, so sometimes the things that you're familiar with, they don't necessarily have to be really bad stuff in your sight, but in the sight of other people, it sucks. Another thing, you know, just because you got some bizine in your eyes and some chewing gum and you still smell like you just got through drinking a 40, that is not a good idea. That, like my girl on the commercial, you know, that's not how any of this works. It's just not how it works, people. You cannot continue to bring old wine and try to put it in the new skin. It's just not going to work. You cannot dress. And why? Oh, I got to ask y'all something. Who in the hell told men over 30 to be running around with some skinny jeans on and sagging? Is it just me that wants to just kick somebody in the behind when you see that? Okay, I know that has nothing to do with familiarity, but let, I, I saw that today, and it's it's one thing when you wear skinny jeans and you're skinny, but when you are not skinny and you're a guy and you got on some skinny jeans, you just look really weird. All right, I'm going to go back to the show. My producer's going. There you go. All right, I, I, I got you. I got you back to the show. So anyway, familiarity is a bad thing, and it's nowhere near as nice when you face your fears and build a life that you truly desire, which will mean this. Success means separating yourself from the crowd. Yes, that's going to feel uncomfortable, but it's part of the game. And being honest, that discomfort is a sign that you're changing and making progress. So don't run from it. Run to it, baby. Don't stop allowing yourself to get less than you deserve from life. Because here's the deal. 99% of people work for the other 1%. And the person that you're working for or the company you're working for, I promise you, you may have to go back to their great-great-granddaddy or some doggone body, but that person took all the risk that you're taking right now. They had the bad days, they had the highs, they had the lows, and they did not give up, and that's why they made it. That is true. That's proof of that. Look at Popeye's chicken. That greasy chicken, come on, man. But they have locations all over the place, right? So there are times that even though your chicken is greasy as hell and you got steroided birds, no, I'm just being funny. But the truth of it is, if you just don't quit, you're going to be okay. Now, here's another thing. You got to learn to trust God, people. And if you don't believe in God, you're a fool. However, I'm going to tell you, we came from somewhere. And I'm a scientist. I'm an empiricist. I am the purest of a scientist. But when you look at all the evidence, it's obvious that there is a higher power influencing this. Because if not, we would have destroyed everything by now, right? 
And if you think Earth is the only planet with intelligent life, we are screwed because that's a joke. Intelligent life, Earth, those two things don't even go in the same sentence. But the truth is you've got to trust your creator. You've got to trust the Holy Spirit. And God is going to send you some people. I had a meeting last night and was sitting with some uh, delightful people, just, you know, just two nights back to back. And I didn't see any of that happening. I just, you know, responded to some correspondence, talked to a couple of folks, and then one, I was just going somewhere to do, have dinner, and bump into some guys from college, you know, and they're like, dog, what you doing? Well, I've been seeing you on TV. Well, we're doing this. Why don't we get together? Maybe there's a way that we can all do this together. So if you are sitting in the house frustrated, broke, busted, and disgusted, hanging with the familiar, being negative, blaming everybody, and you don't trust God, how in the deck, how could you be blessed? I mean, seriously, to get blessed, you you got to move around. You got to do something. I mean, what you think? You're just going to be sitting in the house and it's like, who is it? Oh, it's me. I'm out here with your blessing. That is not how that's going to work. It is not how it's going to work. Now, here's the last couple of things that we can go through. I mean, this isn't the last couple of things I'm going to talk to you about. This is the last couple of things on the list that's probably blocking you or you're allowing to block you. You got the wrong view of happiness. Now, you're going, Doc, what? Well, let me explain it. Happiness will not come from you being in business. Fulfillment may, but not happiness. Happiness comes from the inside. And I want you to really think about this. I mean, t- take a moment, and this is, if, if nothing else you hear in this show tonight, please think about this. Think about what you truly want when it comes to being successful in business and in life. I'm going to repeat that again. Think about what you truly want when it comes to being successful in business as well as in life. And ask yourself, what am I willing to give so that I can have that? And keep asking yourself this question until you can't come up with something. But I'm going to tell you this. Peace of mind, happiness, joy, and fulfillment are my answers for what I want. Because at the end of the day, and I'll be honest with you guys. I, I, again, I'm just going to be transparent if you all don't mind. I wanted to be successful when Juanita Young was living, in case you're going, who is Juanita Young? That's my late deceased mother. I wanted to prove something to my mom. You know, mom, you know, I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. Well, I came close. I was making a million dollars a year. Wasn't my money. I was running a company that was doing that. But I was doing it for the wrong reasons. And then after, I guess, a little few more years go by, if I just be honest with you guys, I wanted to be successful to prove something to everybody else. I wanted people to respect me. I wanted people to see me as whatever. I don't know what, what I wanted them to see me as, but uh, I, I ended up probably making them see me as an ass. <laughs> but the truth be told, 
you know, isn't it funny how when we think we're getting this attention that we think we want, that's not the attention we want. And, fellas, let me – I'm going to throw this out. This isn't digressing, but I want to put this out there. Guys, when you start trying to impress women with what you got and who who you know, that's one – that's not it. And and I'm not saying – don't confuse that with you're working with somebody that's famous or successful because how in the hell can you be successful if you don't work with people that aren't successful? Duh. But the thing is, is make sure that you are doing what you're doing for the right reasons. And then these last couple of things is don't settle for mediocrity. Don't make uh, a couple of hundred dollars or a thousand dollars and think you made it. That's not success. You, you know, one thing that I've learned in this last two years of growing a national brand, and, and I think a lot of you aspiring entrepreneurs are going to say amen to this one. Every time I accomplish one thing, there's always something else I need to accomplish. So get used to that. And don't go because you made a little money and run out and splurge it because you're going to need that money later. Unless you get comfortable, and I'm telling you, don't get comfortable. You know, I didn't say don't strive to be comfortable. I said don't get comfortable. Success is going to be fun. And then the other thing is stop the procrastination. (laughs) Just stop it. Now, going into this, my producer is so funny. When these people tickle me, they're sending me all these backdoor messages and saying, are you looking people in the chat room? Yes, we know people in the chat room. But the uh, And those of you that are in the chat room, I just want to tell you I love you and thank you for uh, being part of the show. But but here's the thing. Here's the way that you can remove some obstacles. Let's say you have everything I just mentioned. You're not tripping. You're not doing a blame game. You don't have these negative expectations. You don't like vision. Uh, you know, you've gotten away from the familiar. You trust people. You're focused. You, you're not settling. Okay, good, good, good. You're living life on purpose. I'm feeling you. Well, and you're still not there yet. You're still going, Doc, I'm doing all that, but what? If I'm still not there. Okay, I'm going to help you real quick, real, real quick. I'm going to give you five things before we get out of here that you can do right now if you have covered every base I've talked about. See, I'm going to get everybody. So if you are the guy that you're just getting started, this is really going to bless you. If you're the person that has, you know, you've opened a business, you've got a good website, you've got a business plan, you've got your mission statement, you got away from your friends, you know, well, your so-called friends and got around some real people that believe in you. Okay, great, great, great. I'm, I'm coming to your door right now. One of the fastest ways to achieve success is to remove the obstacles that are clearly in front of you. Did you hear what I just said? Clearly. So that requires you need to stop and define what are your obstacles. Write them down. Write them down. If you're working for somebody, is your obstacle office politics? Or if you're an entrepreneur, is your obstacle competition? You're not getting enough customers in the door. You need some more capital. Define what these obstacles are. I'm not going to tell you what they are because, hell, I don't know. I'm not in your shoes. But if you will sit down, and those of you that have a significant other that's in your corner, that especially, fellas, if God gave you a wife, try listening to her. And if she's not worth listening to you, you the fool that married her. And ladies, 
if you are single or you have a man in your life and he cannot advise you with some intelligence and act as a support system and a guiding source, kick that moron to the curb and you need to call me because you and I need to have a long, long talk so you don't go get another buster in your life. However, if you have somebody in your life that is a wise person, they don't need to have a doctorate. They could just be street smart because, being honest with you, all the academic sense in the world is no good if you don't have some common sense, right? Or if you have all this street sense but you haven't perfected your gift, no wonder you are not being successful, you know, you have to perfect the gift. So I'm here to share some stuff with this. I know that this show is not going to make you an overnight success, but if you do the things in it, I promise you, you'll be a success in a very short period of time. Now, here's what I want you to learn. Don't reinvent the wheel. Find three things. First, Look at somebody that is doing what it is you aspire to do very well. Look at it. And I'm going to give you guys one of my secrets, okay? Don't, don't go use my stuff, but I'm going to give you one of them. When we started looking at rebranding my company as a national brand, we looked in every major city, and we looked at all of the couples therapists and life coaches and relationship experts out there. Now, mind you, if you Google relationship expert or on YouTube, I'm in the top 10 in the world. I come up like twice, right? Top 10 in the world. Thank you, Jesus. I did not do that, folks. That is God, so I'm not bragging. But the truth of it is, I looked at my competition. I did not look at me. And I wanted to see what is it that these people are doing, and not that I'm going to copy off of them. I'm going to beat them at that game. I'm going to do it better. Now, see, I know what I have going for me. I realize that I am so like the average person, so I don't set you guys up to think, well, you know Dr. D is perfect. Hell to the law. I am not Dr. Phil. I'm a regular person that makes mistakes. The difference between me and my competitors or the people that are out there that want to do what I do is I'm not going to lie to you about being perfect because I'm not, and I'm also going to be transparent about all the dang mistakes I made because the truth is I made the mistakes. The mistakes didn't make me. And they don't define me, and I learn from them. So, And then the other thing is I really do care about your well-being. So with that stated, even though I looked at my competition, I stayed true to who I am and how I do things. The other thing is let's say you are doing something where you feel there's no competition. I'm going to tell you you need to quit drinking and smoking because, yes, there is. <laughs> do a feasibility study. Well, and just look it up. I don't have time to teach that tonight. But look at where are you located. You may need to move your idea to a better location. You know, I was out this weekend. Prosperity comes in zip codes, homie, and on certain streets. You could have the best restaurant, but you put it in the wrong place. Relocate it. Don't sit there and go out of business being stubborn. You remember what I said earlier, getting accustomed to the familiar? You're doing hair, but you're in a shop that has no business with a bunch of people that are consistently burning folks' ears and jacking up weaves. Move. Go to the Galleria or go to some nice mall and set up where people can see you're good. You may be a mechanic. You may be a plumber. Uh, you just may be a student. 
Find other students that are making straight A's. Hang with them. Quit hanging with the cool folks and that guy, that chick you're trying to sleep with. They're going to flunk out. Leave them alone and get with some people that may not even speak English well, but they are committed to what they're doing. In other words, find mentors, develop relationships, and if you are out, uh, I just saw this funny commercial for all the farmers. Hey, buddy, you want to find love out on the farm? <laughs> Never mind. But the point I'm making is if you have to, go find a, a course that you can buy online. Don't don't pick the first one you get. Do your homework. Make sure it meets your needs. Okay? So, in other words, get a mentor. Get some new relationships. Follow somebody that is already being successful at what it is you want to do. And humble yourself and ask for help. Okay? That's that's big. Here's this next thing. Get a coach. Like someone like I'm a and make sure they're certified. I am a master certified coach. I'm also a certified professional coach. Get somebody that is a that has the credentials. Don't just go get some fool to advise you. Make sure they have some some credentials, okay? But get a coach. Get someone that can tell you, okay, well, you're on track, you're off track, someone that will help you to be accountable not only to yourself but to them, someone that will help you get some structure around what it is you're doing. Not only can you use a coach to improve everything from how you run a business to your relationship to even how you play poker, it will help you get to a place where you can start making a living out of your vision. Next thing. Stop trying to do everything yourself. If you open a restaurant and you know doggone well your butt can't really cook, you're serving people canned green beans, frozen chicken. No, 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 no. Stop it. Go and hire somebody that can do what you want done where it will represent your brand. It's all about brand. All it takes is one person. In 10 years of being a coach, I never had one complaint, and the one I did, yet it's false. So the point I'm making is people are going to say stuff, do stuff, but the deal, you make sure that you put yourself in a position to always put your best foot forward. If you don't know how to color hair, but you're great at cutting it and styling it, but everybody leaves your shop looking like rainbow bright, go get, go get someone that is a specialist in coloring hair. If you know that you cannot do whatever it is that you can't do, outsource it is what I'm telling you. Outsource it. Stop trying to work on your website and you putting them pictures of your mama and cousin them on there. And you know your mama was wearing them church dresses on your website and you're trying to sell clothes. Really? Your mama looks like Minnie Pearl. She's got fruit on her hat. Do not have that woman advertising clothes. Get some professionals to do your website. Stop being cheap. Here's the other thing. This is a hard one. If you have to, get a partner. And you'd be surprised who probably will help you. But here's the deal. 50% of something is better than 100% of nothing. Get a partner. If you don't have enough money, find somebody who's got money. They may have the same idea you do, but they don't have the time to go pursue it. And don't be scared. If you're doing big things, you need money. I promise you. I have meetings with people this week, and we're not talking about $500, people. 
So if you're scared to ask for what you need, that's a sign you're probably not ready to do what it is you're trying to do. But if you're in the real, if you're really into this, five and ten thousand dollars is not that much money, especially if you're trying to do business in America or in the UK or in Canada or in Australia, wherever you're listening to me from right now, you need money. I had a guy that wrote me a letter from um, from Ocho Rios in Jamaica. And he he's a big, you know, and I want to give a shout out. What's up, my folks down there? But, you know, he was listening to the show, and he wrote me this beautiful letter, and he said, you know, man, I'm sitting here every day watching tourists go by. And they always go to the hotels, and, they, and but nobody ever goes to see real Jamaica. My boy went and got a cart. Now, let me tell you what he did. I'm, I'm not making this up. I wish I knew this guy's name. I can't think of it now. But if you ever go to Ocho Rios, just ask the bellman or the concierge, and they, he, he, I think it's called Real Jamaica or something like that, his tours. And he has the hotel, uh, the little van, shuttle, take them to drop them off at his stand. He had a mule and, a, and a, basically a mule pulling a, a little cart or wagon or whatever, and he would take people through the hood, and they would stop and eat jerk chicken on the side of the road, you know, visit a few places where the locals go, go out for some local entertainment. And the police started supporting him because he was showing the real Jamaica. This man started with a freaking mule in a cart, and now... He is doing very, very well. As a matter of fact, my boy, if you're listening to me, when I come to Jamaica this fall, I mean this um, spring, you're going to take me to get some jerk chicken, partner. But partner up with people that can do something. This guy partnered with the concierge at the hotel. I mean, just think about it. He didn't have any money. The concierge didn't have any money. But he made a deal with the man that unlocked his, his vision. So sometimes both of you may not have money, but you know people. You're in the right position to use gifts, whatever. Here's the last one because we're going to have to get this ready for part two of the show. Examine your beliefs. Are you filled with stinking thinking? Start thinking beyond what you have seen. Think about the vision that God gave you, and don't let anything, anybody, not even you, and especially your fake relatives and friends, because the minute you get successful, these same people that are talking about you are going to be asking you for $50. Trust me, I'm having it happen to me right now. I have people that, oh, that he ain't okay, but why is it you're asking me for $10, though? Right? So my point I'm making is don't believe what they said. Believe what you know about you. Now, here's some housekeeping. I want you to have an awesome week, and here's what we're going to do this week. You're going to replay this show. I want you to write out your vision statement. I want you to look at who are you doing this for? Why are you doing it? What is your goal? What population are you going to serve? What After you help people, how will it have impacted their lives? I want you to look at all of that. I want you to look at what am I doing that's blocking me? Is it how I'm thinking? Am I stuck with the familiar? Am I not thinking big enough? Because God wants you to be happy, and to be honest, I want you to be happy too. Lastly, next thing, make sure you go to the, uh, while you're on this show tonight, 
hit the subscribe button on Blog Talk Radio so you don't always have to wonder, did you see it on uh, Facebook or where, wherever you're looking at this through various websites or whatever. Just hit it, and this show will automatically send you a reminder when it's going to broadcast. That way you can just check it out. The other thing. Hit the like button on the friends pa- on the fan page on Facebook on the personal page. If I'm, that thing stays at five thousand people, so just hit the follow button. And I want you to know this without the shadow of a doubt. I love you madly. Have an awesome week. Talk to you Wednesday, and to all my listeners around the world. I couldn't do this without you, so I'm doing it for you. I'm praying for you. Pray for me too. Have an awesome week. Bye now.